Blog Talk Radio. Everybody, welcome to another edition of Sports Urban Legend. Hello, my co-host Macaulay Matthew. I'm of course William Ramo. What's up, Mac? How you doing? Hey, what's up? How's it going? I'm doing all right. You know, just uh, you know, happy to to you know have another Saturday with you and uh, you know with the people listening on the show right now. So, you know, thanks for coming on the show as always. Yeah, anytime. As always. And, um, you know, we got a big show today. Um, we're going to talk about uh, the shocking uh, demotion of Eli Manning. I mean, obviously we know they're having a horrible season. Your, your, your Giants are having a horrible season. But, you know, we're going to dive right into that. Um, we're going to also uh, talk about Yankees hiring their 35th manager in history, which is a former Yankee hero, Aaron Boone. I think that home run he hit uh, in 2003 is still going out. So we'll talk about that hiring. And, uh, you know, we'll talk about the Knicks, what's going on, and uh, anything else, uh, you know, you wonderful people want to talk about. Of course, you know the number one. The number is uh, 917-388-4189. That's 917 917- Three eight eight four one eight nine. So feel free to talk about any of these topics and more. And uh, of course, I want to thank you again, uh, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to this edition of Sportsman Legend. Uh, but with that said, uh, yeah, let, let's go into this Eli Manning um, uh, storyline, this saga. You know, um, you know, before the Giants. Uh, you know, battle Oakland tomorrow, uh, you know, the Raiders in Oakland tomorrow, the big news in the sports world was the shocking, uh, you know, um, the motion of uh, Eli Manning. You know, Eli Manning, as you know, Mac, Eli Manning, you know, he's been, you know, he's been the starter for the, you know, for the Giants ever since he's been, you know, he got... Uh, you know, traded in that, you know, that draft, uh, you know, when, you know, when he got the um, San Diego Chargers pick and, you know, the, the draft, the, 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 you know, of course the Giants drafted him and, you know, he's been holding that, he's been, you know, he's been a, a, a giant legend, you know, no, no pun intended, man. I mean, he, he's been, he's been a, a legendary quarterback in this city of New York. You know, he led the the Giants to two Super Bowls, both against, uh, you know, the Patriots, and one of them stopped, you know, the Patriots' uh, undefeated streak at the time. So, I mean, Eli, I mean, the records, you know, speak for themselves. And he has, you know, over 200. He has his his record of 200 and straight, uh, 200-plus, you know, um, starting for the Giants snapped, you know. So I mean 
You know, it's very shocking. I mean, obviously, you know, the Giants are going through a brutal season right now. But what's even more shocking is that they don't have they don't have a, a Darnold, you know, in you know, you know, on the roster that uh, you know an heir apparent to um, Eli. So drafting Geno Smith, yes, he, Geno Smith has, you know, he's had p- potential in the past, you know, but you know, so far, you know, when he when he played for the the Jets, I mean, you know, he hasn't. You know he he's underperformed. I mean it's not all his fault. You know the Jets didn't give him you know many pieces to play with, but you know the you know the the whole the whole the whole um, shakeup you know to remove Manning and put you know Geno uh, Geno Smith man it it just it just doesn't add up. It's like a broken calculator. It just doesn't add up when you think about it. What's your thoughts? Yeah, I agree with you. You know, I don't get it. You know, they're using Eli as some type of scapegoat. You know, and it's not his fault that the team has been playing this bad. You know, they've uh, had injuries. Um, they've had poorly executed um, defense and offensive uh, plays. You know, and poor execution. Uh, you know, um, in quarters and games. Um, I mean, Eli has. But Eli hasn't played that bad. You know, he hasn't had a great season, um, but he hasn't had a bad season either. And, again, you know, he's lost key players like Odell and um, and um, what was his name? Um, Brandon Marshall went down. Um, you know, the running game has been inconsistent. Um, so, I mean, there's a lot of things that have been, uh, you know, that have uh, impacted the Giants this season. But, you know, Eli is not. Eli, I would say, would be, you know, one of the least uh, reasons why we're losing right now, you know. Uh, but to bench him in favor of Geno Smith, who had a chance with the Jets and failed, um, you know, Geno Smith is just not that good, you know, especially compared to Eli. I mean, Eli's a veteran. He's a champ. He's been with this team since uh, 04, you know, about what, 13, 14 years now. And yeah, I mean, the throw him under the bus like that, and to Benjamin favorite Geno Smith, it's it's ultimate disrespect. You know, I thought Eli handled it with class um, when he uh, interviewed him, uh, but you know, deep down, you know, he he doesn't like it, he doesn't appreciate it, and you know, I hear all these other people who agree with me and you, and they don't think it's uh, right either. You know, they think the Giants pretty much. Disrespected Eli and his legacy. You know this. He'll go down as the greatest New York Giants quarterback ever. But you know, for them to bench him for Geno Smith with uh, two games, what? How many games left? Four games left in the season. Mm-hmm. And um, and to end his streak of 210 starts. I mean, it's you know, it's just very disrespectful. I mean, I don't. I, I, a lot of fans are angry right now, including me. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a giant fan, but I'm I'm offended too. I mean, it's like, what have you done for me lately? And he hasn't played that. He hasn't played bad. He's not the reason. And another thing is, I don't know. Um, McAdoo just looked like he has something out against him because, like earlier this year, there was anonymous people, you know, attacking, you know, attacking the head coach, and you know they didn't put their name on it. And if my memory serves me right, I think Eli was defending him 
You know what I'm saying? Was defending the coach. Well, McAdoo might be fired. A lot of people are. What? Trust me. Oh, after McAdoo. the season, McAdoo. a lot of people are going to be fired after the season. Mark my words. Oh yeah, they're they're cleaning house. I don't even think Jerry Reese can survive this one. You know, I I think I think Spagnuolo's probably going to replace him. To be honest with you, I you know I I, I when when a uh, Coffin when they uh, when Coffin left. I thought Spagnuolo was going to be the next head coach. I would have preferred him over McAdoo, to be honest. And he has an experience already. Yeah. So yeah, I'm. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I'm surprised. Yeah, I'm surprised they did hire um, McAdoo over him. Maybe they yeah, were getting Bob McAdoo from the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> Who's a black guy, by the way? <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I'll get those two mixed up, you know, looking at them. <laughs> now <Nah>, I'm playing. <laughs> but all, but all seriousness, man, it's 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 just a bad, it's just a bad look, man. I mean, this team already had bad publicity. This is arguably like the worst publicity that the Giants have had in a season that I could think of. Yeah. You know, it's like it's really it's ridiculous. Yeah, this has been a, a, a horrible season all around. Mhm. I mean, it's it's a joke, man. This guy, and this is his walk year too. Yeah. I mean, who? Wait, who? Who? Eli? Isn't it his walk year? I don't know. I think he has yeah. what? Uh, I think he has two more seasons left. Well, after this season, I think he could um, opt out. Probably, maybe opt out. I think. I'm not. I'm not sure on that. Don't quote me on that, but. Uh, but I think yeah, he I signed think. Uh, for at least 2020. I think. But yeah, I mean this this is not looking good, man. He he don't he don't want to force his way out because I mean like like you mentioned he's you know he's been nothing but class. Yeah. You know, and for them to, you know, cast him aside like that, I mean it's 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 just it's just a horrible. Horrible publicity all, all around. I mean, this team has – to say this team underachieved is, is the biggest understatement in the history of mankind, you know. But doing this doing this move now is just it, – it's not like Geno Smith's going to save them. I mean, even Geno Smith admitted it too, you know, that, you know, it's not – you know, this change is not going to do it, but, you know, but – you know they they're giving him a shot. This is this is Geno Smith's chance to try to show some type of improvement. You know, from uh, you know his his just days. So yeah, who who would have thought Geno Smith would have been replacing Eli when he uh, when he uh, took the when he took the, you know when he uh, signed with the you know with the Giants in the off season. Yeah. Yeah, well, I hope this move. I th- I hope this move blows in McAdoo's face. You know, I hope uh, Geno Smith throws like five interceptions, and then Eli has to go back into the game again. The next, well, he'll he'll most likely start again. You know, because you know I don't see Geno Smith, you know, be, being like the full time starter. But you know, mm-hmm. McAdoo says he wanted to change up things and you know see how Geno Smith performs and. Yeah, because he moves well in the pocket, but I mean, I, you could have like probably waited until the end, near probably the last game to do that, maybe. 
you know? Yeah, I mean, he should. I I know his original plan was to to start Eli and make him be like a paper starter so he could have the record, uh, you know, continue his giant record, you know, mm-hmm. of, um, you know, um, starts, you know, consecutive starts. Quarter, he takes Eli out and put, uh, with, put Geno, which didn't make any sense. What he should have did, what he should have done is play a game by play a game by game. Like let Eli start. If Eli doesn't play well, you 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 give him the hook and you go to Geno. Yeah. But to but to like just give up on Eli like that. I mean Eli. If Eli was washed up, I would say okay, fine. I understand. I understand the. I understand the um. I would have said I understood the um. The thought process behind it, but. Yeah, it just it just really doesn't make any sense. There's nothing. There's the season is done. I mean, and then to have this, you know, it's just. I mean, it's just it just goes without saying. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of his brother Eli Man, um, Peyton Manning, I should say, Peyton. when he was with the Colts and he got injured and he was out, and then the Colts decided to move forward with uh, Andrew uh, Luck, Luck as their store, it's starting a good quarterback. Luck for Eli. Yeah, and then, I mean, not Eli. I mean Peyton. Yeah, and Payton decided, uh, and pretty much uh, Colts decided to move on, and you know Payton then mm-hmm. signed with the Broncos, and then led them to the Super Bowl twice, yep. and eventually won in his last year. So who knows? Maybe yeah, this so. that that's that will be uh, Eli's path, where Giants move on, he goes to a team and helps them win the championship. You know, I'd love to see that. Just, story <laughs> hopefully. But I doubt yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, I, I doubt that. <laughs> I doubt the Jets, but. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But who knows? We'll see. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But you know, credit Eli. You know, you you can see the tears in his eyes. But you know, he's being a professional. You know, he you know he's giving the interview. You know, you giving the interviews and you know just being a good sport, trying yeah. to you know provide support to the team. You know, as a backup. You know. But yeah, it's it's you know it's sad, it's sad how how it happened to him. You know the guy's yeah. been a class act in this city, got two champion, you know two championship champion, you know championships with the with the team, and you know it's sad to see a legend and you know in this city, you know have you know be demoted like this, yeah, and be the scapegoat for this this horrible season. So. Fortunately, it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, hopefully you know, he kind does of start again this season, and uh, and hopefully you know, this this move backfires in front of the Giants' faces. Uh, it, it definitely will. I mean, seeing him like get choked up like that kind of remind me of footage I saw of uh, Tom Seaver when he got traded from the Mets in '77, uh, and that brought a, a like a that turned Chase him to a ghost town. Until uh, '84, when you know the genesis of the the '86 team was being formed with Gooden, C, uh, Gooden, uh, you know, Strawberry, and you know that you know that that core. Uh, Keith Hernandez was growing, and then of course eventually, uh, you know it um it um you know it led up to them winning the championship in '86. So, you know, hopefully the Giants can get a you know a high draft pick, you know, like Donald or somebody, uh, you know, of that ilk, 
Yeah. And uh, turn their franchise around. But, um, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. You know, Giants, they usually make the right decision as a organization, so we'll see what happens. Yep. And, uh, you know, shifting gears with the Jets, a team that's on life support, you know, a team that should be a, a, post, a postseason team, but, you know, with all these horrible plays and, you know, self-inflicting wounds in the fourth quarters have been costing them games. And as a result, they're 4-7. And, seven, and uh, they're going to be hosting uh, the Redskins, and they're going to see an old friend of theirs. And, of course, I'm talking about uh, Darrell Revis. And uh, Darrell Revis, he was gone for the most of the year. Uh, he, he just recently signed with the, the Chiefs. And, uh, you know, the Jets have to exploit that. You know, last year, Revis was a shell of his, of his old self. I mean, normally, you know, when you when you're um you know, uh, the opposing team, you want to stay away from Revis Island. But since Revis, you know, he lost a step last year. Uh, you know, the Jets are gonna have to challenge him. You know, use Robbie Anderson. You know, as that threat to to challenge him, you know, especially Anderson wants to, you know, he's having a great season, you know, he, you know, he had that, um, you know, that, you know, um, campaigning for himself to, to be in the pro ball, which, you know, obviously, you know, you don't want to do that, you know, especially with the team trying to, you know, stay afloat in the, you know, in their postseason, uh, uh, potential postseason race, you know, so, Hopefully he could uh, continue his uh, his uh, great season, and you know, hopefully the Jets could overcome come that. But uh, another thing that they gotta um, worry about is uh, Alex Smith throwing the balls deep. You know, because the the uh, the Chiefs they started off five and zero, now they're one and five, and you know they they basically they they basically gotta stop him from you know from long drives and. You know, he's not really that accurate, you know, up close. So hopefully the Jets can exploit exploit that and get the victory because their, their, their postseason chances are slim to none, in my opinion. They're, they're going to have to win out and get a lot of help. So I don't think they'll be able to do it. But, you know, I'm, I'm waving the pom-pom, so hopefully I'm wrong. Well, mathematically, they're still in it because they're 4-7 and seven, and, you know, I think right now they're in the in the eleventh spot, so they're like two or three games back of the wild card. So they pretty much need to win out or just finish five hundred. They may have a chance. You know, yeah. it's a slim I mean, chance, but definitely. there's still a chance that they could probably yeah. make it. And they've been playing well. You know, they've been in these games, but yeah, you know, um, yeah. Then they collapse. I mean, uh, um, McCown has been playing great this year, and. As you mentioned, um, Robbie Anderson, I mean, the dude's like, you know, Odell Beckham is still the best wide receiver in New York, but Robbie Anderson is making a case for him being the second best wide receiver in New York. I mean, this guy, he's been the last, you know, the, the last, you know, I'd say five weeks or so, he's been on fire catch, catching deep passes from McCown. So he'll look to yeah. burn that Chiefs defense and exploit, uh, uh, roam around I, Revis Island. So, yeah. we'll see. 
Hopefully it's not like the Uso te- Penitentiary in WWE. <laughs> <laughs> I think Reva, Revis Island is old. Revis is an old shell of himself, so I don't. I, yeah. I I I see the Jets wide receivers, you know, scoring a lot of points tomorrow. Exploiting him. Yeah. I mean, it's just funny. Like a few years ago, your 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 scouting report would be like, don't don't let your don't get, let your receiver go to Revis Island. Yeah. You're gonna get solitary confinement, but <laughs> now, now, now that now there's no keys, you know, for Revis <laughs> Island, everybody can just go in, and, and that's a that's a now it's a resort. They turned a, <laughs> a, a penitentiary. They turned Alcatraz into a, a, a amusement park. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's it's sad. It's really sad, but hopefully, yeah. Giants it Jets can can exploit it because Lord knows everybody exploited that last year, so. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, but uh, shifting gears, you know, of course, the Eli Manning story like took the world by storm, you know, this week. But an- another big news that uh, that was almost uh, probably on the same level as the the Eli um, story is, of course, another of your favorite teams. I'm talking about this. Like, this should be your show. You should just be like. You should just like, <laughs> I should just pass you the mic, the proverbial mic, and let you talk. Because uh, your New York, no, your New York Yankees hired their 35th manager, and of course, that's a familiar face for you, Aaron Boone, a guy who's been who's been part of baseball royalty ever since he came out of the womb, and of course, you know he has that memorable home run uh, to um, catapult the Yankees to the 2003 World Series in a losing effort. <clears throat> Excuse me. I had to point that out against the Marlins. But, yeah, of course. You know, they <laughs> – but, but all seriousness, um, you know, he had a memorable home run um, against uh, the Red Sox. And, uh, you know, he, he, ha- he was a very likable Yankee. You know, he's been a popular player everywhere he, he's gone, the Reds, the Yankees. And, and obviously, you remember how his Yankee career ended. You know, he was playing, you know, basketball off the court. He got injured, and then Yankees did a blockbuster trade, basically pulled a Lou Gehrig on Wally Pip. And, of course, you know, they got A-Rod. And, of course, you know, the rest is history. A-Rod would win a championship with the Yankees in '09. And uh, after um, Boone's playing career, he was an analyst with the with ESPN, and now he's uh, he returned home to the Yankees. And uh, one person that they think that might replace him, guess who they think is going to replace him as an analyst on ESPN? Arod. Mm, I'll give you two guesses. Who you said? Era? Well, no, Era's on. Well, the Era could do it, but the thing Era does have a deal with Fox, also. Yeah. I'll give you one more guess. Uh, Yankee. It's a former, Yankee player, right? Former Yankee. Former Yankee player. Hmm. Former Yankee. Dun 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 dun. Nope. Not a bad guess. The answer is Joe Girardi. Oh, but okay. That, but that's the rumor. It's not official. There's a rumor that Joe Girardi might replace Aaron Boone. So it'd be like a a proverbial Swap. trade, you know? <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah, I mean Girardi's been in that. I mean, he used to like do some uh, 
commentary on Yes Network before he yeah I remember he became that. a manager. So yeah, he'd be good for that spot. Yeah, yeah, he definitely would for sure. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, I'm surprised he didn't you know he didn't get a another job, much less he got you know fired by the Yankees, you know, because you know he was a good manager, but yeah. um. Yeah, yeah, but uh, you know he'll he'll uh, yeah. I'm I'm surprised he you know he he didn't get a job. But this year the the GMs they've been they've been like flipping the script. Usually they go after experienced managers. Now they're just going after any for, they're going after former players with no experience, like like the Mets did with uh, Mickey Callaway. You know they hired him. You know he had great success with as the Indians uh, pitching coach. And now he's he's in a whole new world and a new uh, mindset as as in the Mets uh, uh, new uh, Mets manager twenty first of their history. Yeah. And um, he's gonna basically Aaron Boone is gonna try to do the same thing on the other side of uh, you know New York City across town. So it's gonna be an interesting uh, Subway Series having. Two first-time uh, managers with big league uh, experience, but but not managerial experience. You know, managing you know two teams. You know, going in different directions. Yeah, I mean, I, I was a, uh, I'm not, I was a surprise because I heard Aaron Boone was uh, being considered as a candidate, a top candidate for the job. But I wish they would have hired someone with experience. But then you know. I, I get it. You know, they want uh they wanted someone who has some baseball knowledge and is a great communicator, is into analytics and from what I've heard that fits the profile of uh Aaron Boone. You know, the guy's right. he's a comment he's been a commentator and analyst for ESPN, you know, for the last several years. He comes from a baseball family. So he has a lot of baseball knowledge and you know, they also wanted someone young. You know, they could talk to these yeah. young guys, you know, so and he fits the script and you know, it's gonna be interesting to see how he, you know, manages this team, you know, this young team. We got a lot of great players right now and, you know, from this year they're expected to be a World Series contender for the next few years, so uh so it'll be interesting to see how he gets these guys to take that next step to the next level. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I think, uh, especially, you know, this team was like one win away from going to the World Series. So, yeah, I mean, one more year with experience, getting some key acquisitions, you know, it could easily turn, shift the Yankees back into a championship caliber team. I mean, Yankees, they surprised the world. I mean, except for me, because I never count the Yankees out because uh, unfortunately I've seen them pull up sets and, Dynasty, First hand. So, so yeah, I, I I know I know how the Yankees are. So even though they were the baby bombers, they got Aaron Aaron Judge and 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 Sanchez. Oh wow, these guys! Look at the little engine that could. I mean, man, these guys, man. I I knew these guys were going to be good. Did I think they would go to the World Series? It's po- I thought it was a possibility, you know, but. You know the Yankees, they and that's that's the problem with the Yankees. They always spend the money. They got good people, the draft people. They make great trades with people and get their top prospects, 
not to mention they're 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 to sign um Otami, you know, the Japanese Babe Ruth, you know. So basically, the Yankees are always going to be in a championship caliber mode, even if they're in a quote unquote rebuilding stage, as evident as today uh, this year. So the Yankees will be back on top as usual, you know. It'll be interesting to see how these next several years go. I'm hoping my Mets can stay healthy and, you know, try to be a championship-caliber team. Because I think uh, if Harvey is healthy, he could bounce back with under the tutelage of, uh, you know, um, Callaway as the manager and Dave Island, your former pitching coach, not to mention the uh, Royals' former pitching coach, um, you know, I think uh, Matt Harvey will have a bounce back here. He'll be two years away from his thoracic uh, outlet surgery, and uh, hopefully the Mets will shock the world, but, but not like the Shockmaster in WCW. But hopefully, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know the way the Mets did in '69 and '86. But we'll see what happens, and hopefully they'll send Hosmer or and or Mustakis. But the Mets don't like to spend money, so we'll see what happens. Um, shifting gears with the Knicks, you know, the Knicks, um, uh, they, 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 they went on a three game slide without Cantor, who's proving to be the co-MVP of the, of this, uh, Knicks team. You know, he, he came back, uh, the other day and, uh, you know, he, uh, catapulted the Knicks to victory. He had what, 24 points, 14 rebounds. And he sat like what, the, the whole second half, you know, the Knicks, Finally blew out a team for a change. I think it was the Heat, if my memory served me right. I think it was, what was it, like, one, what was, what was this called, one, I'm trying to think off the top of my head, like, 104 to 88 or something like that. I can't remember the score, but it was like a like a 30-point lead or close to a 30-point lead. So it was good to see them do that. Porzingis, he injured himself. Um, he was expected to come back into the game. He entered himself in the first quarter, but, um, you know, they, they he sprained his ankle, but they think he'll be fine. But now he has the flu, so he's not expected to pitch. To, I mean, not, he's not expected to play tomorrow afternoon. So, you know, we'll see what happens with the Knicks. And uh, Courtney Lee, he's he's been playing well as well. And uh, Noah, he's playing in the, um, the G League. Yeah, the D League is now called the G League because Gatorade, bought the rights to it. So <laughs> Noah's stupid. playing down there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The G League is the D League. So I'm glad Noah, you know, he swallowed his pride because, you know, he's been horrible in a Knicks so far. Um, so he, you know, he swallowed his pride and he, I, I think he even, I think it was even him who volunteered to play in the G League, you know, because that's what the developmental or inner leagues are for. It's for young people who's trying to make their way into the big leagues. And then there's for the 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 veterans who are hurt or or underperforming to try to get their way back into you know playing shape and you know getting their confidence and performance back. So you know yeah. I commend Noah to you know for for going down there and you know trying to be some semblance of his old self. So he'll come back and help out. You know we're clogged up in the center position. Yeah, and I would say a thing, uh, Porzingis, man, he gets injured too much. I mean, yeah. I know he's a unicorn, but I mean, it's you know he's gotta he's, he's gotta stay healthy, man. 
I mean, these injuries are going to catch up to him. I mean, he's a tall guy. He's mm-hmm. he's a thin guy too. So, you know, he's got to – he's got to – I mean, they need to, like, work on his conditioning because he gets injured way too much early in his career. Absolutely. And now he's learning from it because he said he's not going to come back and play until he's 100%, which I think is a great, great idea because you don't want this guy coming back, you know, trying to play hurt, and then he re-injures it, and he's out for the next of the year, like if he's mm-hmm. a Met player or something. So, yeah, you know, I just hope he takes his time. Now he has a flu, so we don't know how long he's going to come back. He's going to be back. So take your time and come back whenever you can, you yep. know, when you're 100%. You know, because, you know, I assume Porzing is a huge fan of this show. So, you know, I'm I'm talking, directing it towards him. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, hopefully he'll be healthy and, uh, you know, can get back here as soon as possible. Another thing is uh, with Porzingis is that, uh, you know, they're using the same blueprint that they used on Melo, defending him. Like, they, they, they're basically using the hack of Melo tactic on him, foul him. And Melo hardly gets any calls called, you know, when he gets fouled, when he was a Knicks. You know, you think a superstar player, once he gets fouled, you know, he gets the Jordan LeBron treatment of, you know, getting false fouls called, you know, in his favor. You know, he hardly got any fouls, you know. Yeah. Someone could super super kick him like Shawn Michaels, and they still wouldn't get called fouled. (laughs) And now now it looks like they're doing that to, to Porzingis. They're just roughing him up. And, you know, you know, a lot of the games that they're losing, you know, it's like when, you know, they're double, triple teaming him and, you know, they're not utilizing the, the assists because they've right. been, they're like, I think ranked seventh in assists in the NBA. So they've been really, they've been really uh, sharing the ball. And that's, that's been a cat that's been a catalyst for their, uh, their, their strong start. Now they're like I think what five hundred. I think they're eleven and ten now after the yeah win, one uh, game over five hundred yeah, on Wednesday. So hopefully they can keep that play going. And uh, shifting gears, WWE, the big story in WWE um, was uh, after Bray Wyatt defeated Matt Hardy. Now uh, Matt Hardy looks like he's woken. He's woken Hardy, Matt Hardy now. You know. You know, uh, you know, basically a new version of his broken Matt Hardy gimmick, and it looks intriguing. You know, after he lost to Bray Wyatt, he was doing the delete, delete, delete. Uh, you know, hand poses and and you know, chanting it. Uh, yeah, because of the whole battle with, you know, the battle with uh, with TNA, it kind of watered down the the momentum he had when he came in at WrestleMania this year. So hopefully WWE will do it right. It, it looks like they're gonna make him have his his um senior Benjamin and his wife uh, Ru, uh, Ruby uh, I mean Rebby Sky and maybe his son come all, you know also just like he did in uh, TNA and then when Jeff Hardy's healthy you know you know I guess they'll form the you know the the broken faction that they had. So I love we'll to see, see what happens with that. Uh, what else happened? Uh, they had both both the NXT, you know, women groups uh, beat up people just like last week. Uh, Paige's group 
uh, Absolution, they they finally uh, revealed their names, got their first match. Um, I think uh, then they went. I assume they won. Can't remember who got the pinfall. I'm assuming it's Paige who got the pinfall. And then on SmackDown, they had um, Riot's team. The Wyatt, uh, what was it called? Wyatt, was it the Wyatt Squad, I think? Can't remember. I, I think, think so. Something Riot something like that. Yeah. So her her group, you know, basically did the same thing. You know, they, they got the victory. Natalia banded, uh, I think it was Charlotte and uh, Naomi. And, uh, you know, the Riot Squad got their victory. Um, the... Um, after I think it was uh, the the Bludgeon Brothers Harper and, and uh, Rowan they defeated the Hype Bros. Afterwards, uh, no shocker there. Uh, Mojo Riley finally snapped and attacked Jack, Zack Ryder. So uh, now Zack Ryder and uh, Mojo Riley are all by themselves, and uh, they're they're split up. Um, what else happened? I'm trying to think off the top of my head. Anything major that happened? Uh, AJ Styles. You said AJ Styles already, right? Oh yes, AJ. No, I didn't. AJ Styles uh, defeated the Singh brothers in a ta- in a two on one handicap match with an awesome finish. He hit the the Styles clash off the top rope uh, yep. onto the other one of the 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 other Singh brother who was lying on the on the mat for the victory. And as a result, uh, Jinder Mahal hit the Kalas finisher on both of his. Uh, lackeys, and as a result, some people are thinking that uh, those guys are going to get released or future endeavored, as you know, WWE likes to wish the people that they give the boot to. So they think they might get they might get uh, fired in real life, or they get shifted to uh, 205, the cruiserweight division. Mm. Oh, one more thing I forgot to mention last week. Um, I don't know if you saw um, NXT, the NXT uh, TakeOver show in San Antonio. They had an awesome War Games match. This was like this was the first ever War Game match in WWE history, but officially under the NXT banner, it was their first uh, NXT, I mean, the first uh, War Games in like almost 20 years since the WCW. It was such an amazing match. You've you got to see it. You with me, Mac? Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. I was listening about the war games, yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't see it, but so did you... I'll definitely have to check it out. Yeah, you definitely got to check that out. That's your that's your homework for this weekend. So, yeah, it was an awesome match. So you definitely got to check that match out. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the pay-per-view event, I, I saw most of it. It was, it was really good, you know, the NXT stuff. The NXT stuff is always, like, they're – it's been, I mean, I watch it from time to time, but their stuff, unfortunately, is like the best WWE product, you know, in town. SmackDown is a close second, and then Raw is just three hours of, you know, depending on what they're doing, you know, storylines over and over again. Yeah. And is it just me, or did they really kill Nakamura's momentum ever since that yeah. whole feud with Jinder Mahal? Yeah, he's been non-existent. Recently, yeah, like he's, he's only a, been in the 
he's not even there anymore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's 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 only been in the 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 uh, the, uh, so, uh, the Survivor Series matchup. Uh, hopefully, maybe they're trying to make him. You know, they're trying to make his appearances seem rare, and they're gonna like build. You know, hype him up again, and not like you know, make him come every week and be, you know, just lessen his entrance and actually build him up into a championship caliber guy because they fed him to, to Jinder Mohal when they weren't ready to put the title on him. And, you know, this, this that's why 2017 in WWE has been a, a failure because they try to force Jinder Mohal on people and it just, they, it was just it was just forced, you know. They could they could have did a much better job with Jinder Mahal, making yeah, I agree. the United States Championship, you know, build his way up, and then he could eventually win the WWE title. But you know, it's a business move. Any, any uh, last things you'd like to say? Check out my show iMac shortly here on Block Talk Radio every. Saturday slash Mondays at midnight. Come back here, check out Sports Urban Legend every Saturdays at 11. All right, man. Uh, I'll see you later, Mac. Thanks for coming on the show. Uh, I want to thank McCauley for coming on the show, as always. I want to thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to another episode of Sports Urban Legend. Uh, he's McCauley Matthew. I'm William Ramon, and I'll see you guys next time. Peace, everybody. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.